Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. What's happening? Nothing much. Not I'm much. trying to figure out how we're going to start this thing. Uh, well, I think we just did. I think that was oh. the beginning of a beautiful friendship right there. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna do the thing? Are we just gonna stay Tim, or are we gonna We're gonna use real names. How, how's this gonna work? I don't I don't really know I the like, etiquette yet. You know. I like real names. All right. Well, uh, as much as I'm known as Tim, I'm also known as Frank. Yeah, and I'm Lee. So uh, I, I'm I'm located in the United States. I'm in Boston, and you're yeah. in Norway. Norway, that's right. I'm uh, at the moment. I'm in a little town called Ulsteinvik. It's a couple of like an hour south of Ålesund. That's the biggest city in the nearby. Sure. Okay, got it, got it. Have you lived there your whole life? Are you from there originally? No, I actually moved here this summer because my um, now wife, uh, she is, she's from here, and um, we're thinking about maybe starting having a bigger family, and uh, that's very convenient having her closest family nearby so that we can have some help with babysitting and of stuff course. like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah. You got recently married? Yeah, we got married in uh, August, and we're going on our, on our honeymoon uh, this uh, Christmas. We're going Ooh. to Thailand, to Bangkok. Oh. Yeah, so we're going to Bangkok, then we're going down to Phuket. Uh, we're going to stay there a couple of days. Then we're heading over to a place called Kulanta for a couple of days, and then to Karabi. Uh, for the last uh, stint, and then flying back to uh, to Norway. We're staying there from, I think it's 22nd of December to 9th of January. That's a nice long trip. That's great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we spent a lot of time planning this uh, this trip. First, we thought of going to, I think uh, first we thought of going to um, what's it called? Uh, not the Canary Islands, something nearby. And then I'm gonna find it. Cape. Uh, Verd, Cape Verde. Oh, Cape Verde. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's outside outside of Senegal, but um, yep. there was a lot of uh, not so easy to get from there, and that's kind of a small place to stay for a long time. And uh, right. then we looked at uh, going to America, to New York for Christmas Eve, then traveling down the cities to Philadelphia and down to Washington, and from there we wanted to go to Cuba, but then we we realized that. Uh, Traveling to Cuba is not so easy anymore mm. since uh, there's been some changes in leadership <laughs> over there. Yeah, it's easier than it used to be, but it's still not easy for sure. Yeah, so we just uh, scrapped that. Mm. Then we figured maybe the Bahamas, but uh, that's kind of expensive, we realized. It is, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so then we just went literally the completely different direction mm. and... Um, we went to Thailand. That's amazing. That's awesome. I, I I'm really excited for you. That's that's supposed to be such a beautiful part of the world. Um, yeah. I I also got I got married about a year ago, and we had thought about Thailand. Um, my wife really really wants to go there, and we will go there one day. But we decided that that would be less of a relaxing honeymoon vacation. It would be more of a travel adventure you know see the sights and do lots of activities type of vacation and what we really wanted from our honeymoon was you know we'd spent all this time planning the wedding and we just wanted a chance to relax and and just just be just just relax and and enjoy our time yeah, together just be and, married and yeah exactly so so um we went uh, instead to jamaica um we spent a week in jamaica and it was the best thing we could have done it was it was just it was beautiful it was fun uh there was enough activities but enough relaxation and it was a good mix for us and then 
for our one year anniversary recently, uh, we went to the Azores, and and that, that was that. It's it's uh it's in Portugal. It's off the coast of Portugal. Um, oh. it's uh it's actually it's pretty much almost halfway in the middle of the Atlantic between North America and Europe. Um, and it's just this beautiful, beautiful little archipelago, nine nine little islands, um, volcanic islands, and uh, so it it kind of this uh, this is me showing my Americanness. It looks like Hawaii to me in a lot of ways <laughs> because because of the volcanic uh, nature of it, and that's sort of what I associate with with that look. But um, like the, there's all these green cliffs. It kind of looks like Ireland in that way. And there's all these pastures with cows. The island is covered with cows. Um, but then the, the towns and the cities are very, very European looking. Like they look straight out of uh, somewhere in, in Spain or Portugal. Or, uh, so, so it's this very interesting mix of, uh, oh. of, of looks and feels. And it was, it was gorgeous. We had a, a, an amazing time there. So, but but Thailand is still high on our high on our our list of places we want to visit, and I, I think we'll get there probably in the next couple of years. Yeah. So the the Azores, is that what it's called? Yes. So it sounds like a place if you don't have the money to go around the world the, the, in the right way, you can just go there. Yeah, like kind a budget of budget around the world. It it really is, and it is it is a budget place right now because um they don't they haven't really had much tourism up until now and they're just starting and at least where i live in boston there's a lot of very inexpensive direct flights and it's only a four-hour flight um whereas to get to uh say london would i think be five or six hours um so it's uh it's it's closer than most places it's closer to me than california is like it's closer than the, the west coast of my own country um yeah it, that's like a five or six hour flight as well, uh, and this is only four. So, and it's a direct flight, very inexpensive. The hotels are very inexpensive. Um, the economy is good, so it's a really cheap um, place to, to to go take a, a great vacation. The food is amazing. The wine and the beer, the coffee, everything is is, is great, and that's that's something that I really, my wife and I really enjoy, like good restaurants and things like that. So we had we just had a great time. We had a great time in the Azores, and and and. You know, couldn't couldn't recommend it highly enough. We came back and we we're sort of telling everybody, "Hey, go if you're interested in this. You know, and you want to do this sort of without spending a ton of money. You can really live nice and have a, have a nice, <laughs> what feels like a fancy, expensive vacation for not a lot of money, um, and uh, and do it before it gets too popular and the prices start going up. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, me and my wife, we have a different. We have a uh, just on one thing that matters when we go to restaurants because she can't eat milk. Oh, okay. So uh, when we ever when we go to restaurants, we can't really worry too much much about the price or whatever like that. We just go asking, "Do you have anything without milk?" Of and course. <laughs> if she says no, we have to go on. Right. And right. it's uh, surprisingly a lot of stuff has milk. Um, yeah. More than you think. Yeah, it's but one I'm of those ho- things, isn't it? <laughs> once you yeah. once you have to eliminate one very very kind of key staple thing from your diet, it becomes very very hard to find a place that accommodates that. Yeah, but I'm hoping over the, in uh, in Asia we we might have some more luck because I think they use more like coconut milk and stuff like that. Oh, that's, sure. So I'm hoping that's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, the Azores might not be your place then because there's a lot of cows, so there's a lot of dairy. Um, there's yeah. a lot of milk, you know, milk and cheese and and things like that. So that that would be a little harder, I think. But but I feel like I feel like, and I, I've never been to Asia. I've I've only ever uh, I've been to South America, I've been to Europe, but I've never been to Asia. So I I I can't really talk to intelligently on that but I, I feel like 
what I know of of the diet there does seem like it would lend itself more to sort of proteins and fiber and things like that, and probably less dairy. But I, mm. I might be wrong about that. I don't know. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear back uh, uh, when you when you when you get back. Do you travel a lot, the, the two of you, or, or just you alone? Uh, we try to. Uh, yeah. We've been to. Um, hang on, where's the last place we went to? That was. Uh, oh, what's it called? It's in. Um, hang on, I'm gonna find it right now. It's got. <laughs> it's a good story. There were a friend of ours. Uh, she bought tickets. Riga in uh, Latvia. Oh, Latvia. Okay. Yeah, uh, she bought tickets uh, to Riga for her uh, her boyfriend and her for a trip. Uh, but then it turned out they couldn't go because of something, I guess. Uh, so she asked us, do you want the tickets? And uh, we thought about it for a while. And then we said, yeah, sure, we'll take the tickets. Because instead of her just canceling the tickets, she could sell them to us, pay whatever it costs to change the names. And she would still get some of her money back. That's great. Because uh, she had figured out it cost maybe 500 uh, kroner uh, to change the names. But once we made the deal and she went to change the names, it turned out that it was 500 per name per trip or something. Ooh, okay. So it turned out she basically went even then. Maybe oh. a bit under, <laughs> oh, no. uh, on the trip. Yeah, some time went and we were getting excited to go to Riga and... Uh, <laughs> and then she was just like checking the the mail she got from the from the airport from the um, plane company. She saw that the return ticket was uh, two weeks after what she told us. Uh, oh no! So she she thought she had booked like a long weekend from uh, Thursday to Monday, and that's what she like sold us. Uh, but it was actually from Thursday and two weeks. Oh. <laughs> so that. But we've already bought the tickets, and she sh- she couldn't just say no, you can't go. So she had to buy new tickets oh, no. for us. <laughs> so the poor thing oh. had to had to spend like a thousand kroner on us going on a trip. Wow, <laughs> it was a good wow. trip. But I, I yeah. hope it was a good trip <laughs> after all that. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of oh kinda man. Rough. That it, that's a it's an interesting story. <laughs> it's, it's a bummer for your friend. Uh, yeah, but so what did you what did you enjoy while you were there? What was sort of the highlight of that trip? Basically, doing nothing. We didn't have anything booked. We just went there. We didn't basically didn't know anything. We just googled a couple of things. Okay. We just wanted a relaxing away from where we from work and stuff. Uh, so we went there. We had. Um, I recently bought a penny board uh, because I got inspired by Casey Neistat, who's nice. always riding around with uh, penny boards. And so we got her one as well. So we just rode around town on those, just going wherever, um, looking at some stuff. We went up to the, um, the day we were like doing sightseeing. It was uh, kind of uh, gray weather, but we went up to the... Um, the high point in a church to look out very oh, nice. nice no no cues for us we could see some things from up there but that was good and we went uh, we went to a water park and just yeah walked around had some had a good time went to a casino won some maybe five euros on blackjack nice yeah that's, fun. <laughs> that's a lot of fun uh i'm not a big gambler myself but five euros sounds about my stakes yeah that's <laughs> yeah yeah I have a rule. I go whenever I go to a uh, new city or a place. I try to find a casino, and oh, nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play um, blackjack for five hundred kroner, and that's, yeah, that's about sixty-one US dollars. Okay. 
So, um, yeah, and I use that. I, if I lose it, fine. Uh, if I get over that after I've been playing for maybe an hour, I'll just walk up and go away. That seems so, fair. That seems yeah, fair. Yeah, I've been doing um, that for maybe five or six times, and I'm 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 winning so far. Hey, that's great, and yeah. that's a fun way to do it. You know, if if you're not if you're not too too serious about it, but you just like to do it for the fun of it, that's great. You you set aside a few bucks. Uh, I went to Las Vegas uh, a year or so ago. I did the same thing. I set aside some money. I said, this is the amount of money I'm gonna I'm gonna play with. You know, if I if I lose it, I lose it. That's fine, and I won't go above this amount. And if I if I win some back, then even better. Yeah, I I, th I feel like you're buying you're buying the experience, and that's if you're it. lucky, you get your money back. That ex that's exactly it. It's like yeah. it's like it's like I see it like paying a ticket. You know, paying for a ticket yeah. to to play this game or you know do this activity, have the experience, like you said. And then at the end of the day, if you get some of it back, great. And if you don't, eh, that's right. You know, I spent yeah. what I was going to spend. If I if yeah. I went to a show, I wouldn't get any money back, right? If, no. if I, it's kind of the same thing. If I went to a sporting game or something, it, uh, I wouldn't get the money back. So I see it the same way. Yeah. But so you you uh, so you flew there. Um, did you at any point touch the outside of the plane? No. <laughs> <laughs> is is this a thing? I so I I'm not I'm not a um, superstitious person at all. I really don't buy into to any any kind of superstitions but it is something i do like touching the outside of the plane when i board and before uh before gray and brady mentioned it on the show i kind of thought i was the only person who did that for me it's just because it's a cool thing it's like oh i get to touch this this is yeah. going to be up in the air this is going to be thirty thousand <laughs> feet in the air in a few minutes like this is cool so it's just yeah. sort of like i brush it as i as i uh board the plane is that something you've never you've never done did that sound crazy when they brought that up Yes, it sounded kind of crazy, it's, <laughs> but it's like a, an airplane. As at least for me, it's it's a special thing. It's not something you see every day. It's like if you see a, a Ferrari, you're gonna oh, what's that? You're yeah, gonna go maybe yeah. touch it. It's the same. But yeah, I'm not a I'm not a super superstitious guy. Me neither. I I believe it's like it's it, it needs to be proven for me to for for mm -hmm. me to do something. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. Yeah, so, just, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in like a lot of those types of things. Um, yeah for the same reasons when it comes to here's an interesting one when it comes to uh, i kind of lump this sort of together when it comes to the idea of aliens i believe there probably is life on other planets like i think statistically there there must be but i don't yeah. necessarily believe that we've encountered them yet so i don't believe people when they say that they've been abducted or that they think they've seen a flying saucer i don't usually believe those stories because i haven't seen enough proof to you know to to convince me that it's real, but I do believe it's possible and that it will happen someday. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But by the way, uh, I've heard a, an interesting, interest, interesting theory about the moon landing and the best proof for why it wasn't faked. Okay, moon and landing. You know, yeah. Can you tell me any definitive proof why we, how we know the moon landing wasn't faked? Ah, any definitive proof how we know it wasn't faked? Um. Right off the and, top and, of my head, I'm I'm struggling to think of any like sort of what I would call definitive proof, right? Like in the most pragmatic CGP Gray sense of definitive proof. I, 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 you know, other no, I can't I can't think of anything. I mean, you know, obviously everyone thinks or, or well, moon moon landing uh, conspiracy theorists believe that the photos are not proof, right? And that bringing back the samples of soil and rocks is not proof because that might just be some other kind of soil or rock. So, so I, I'm, I'm going to say no. Uh, what, what's, what's the new development that you've heard though? 
if the moon landing was faked. The minute it came out that you, the Americans said we've landed on the moon, don't you think the Russians would have come immediately and saying, fucking hell, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching you. Sure. You haven't been to the moon. Sure. Absolutely. That's like, well, I, I did hear recently, that's, that's an v- extremely good point, because they, they, they would either say, they would call us out right away, the Russians would have called out the Americans right away, or or they would have faked it themselves, too, and be like, yep, we did, yeah. too. <laughs> Look, we've both been there. In fact, yeah. we got there first. Wink, wink. wink. <laughs> right. That's very true. That's a very yeah. good point. I've also read, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to try and find this article if I can, that someone tried to, someone recently tried to fake a moon landing using the technology that was available to them in 1969 and yeah, wasn't, able, well. wasn't able to pull it off. Yeah. Basically said the technology wasn't there to, to fake it and, and, and make it look this good. Yeah. Wasn't that on a podcast we heard? Was that radio lab or something? I don't listen to radio like labs. I, I, but I, I think, cause I heard the same thing. I heard someone recently. mention it in passing on a podcast. I think that's, that's what it must've been. Um, but I'm, I'm struggling to remember where it was. What kind of podcasts do you listen to, though? Oh, Lee, I listen to so many podcasts. Um, <laughs> I, I listen to, I'm subscribed to over 100 podcasts. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, this this is going to sound like crazy talk to a lot of people, but uh, I'm, I I really, really love the medium of podcasts. I actually need to count. I, I, my pod, I use Overcast on the iPhone, and it doesn't tell me exactly how many shows I'm subscribed to here, but... Um, I, I am subscribed to something like 100 pod. Last last time I checked, it was something like 70. Last time I counted, um, but that was a while ago, so I imagine it's probably about 100 now. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe take a minute and count in a second here. But um, I listen to mainly tech podcasts. Um, I uh, I really I used to really be into Leo Laporte and Twit. Um, I've kind of come off that bandwagon now. I'm really into the Relay FM shows, including Cortex uh, that the Gray is on, but other shows in that network as well. Um, I listen to a bunch of those. I listen to a lot of shows about um, TV shows. So they do, they'll do recaps of, of every episode of a, of a new TV show. I myself host a show like that. Um, so uh, I listen to those. And then I listen to Mark Marin. I listen to Chris Hardwick's Nerdist, uh, those kind of shows. I really like Rebel Force Radio. It's a Star Wars podcast. Reply All from Gimlet is a good show. So I listen to a whole bunch of shows, mostly centering around tech and geeky sort of topics, things having to do with superheroes and uh, comic books and sci-fi and, and, and stuff like that. How do you have time to listen to well, 70 70- Podcasts. So that's the thing is that so I am subscribed to them, but I don't necessarily listen to every single episode of every show uh, because, oh. for instance, so there are most shows I do listen to every episode, a show like Hello, Internet, a show like the, the tech podcasts that I mentioned, those I'll listen to every episode um, because I, I am interested in, you know, what's happening in the news um, with those with those topics. But when it comes to something like Mark Marin or Chris Hardwick or Kevin Pollack, who are inter- interview based shows, they have a, a different you know celebrity guest each week and they, they interview them. I don't necessarily know or care about every person they have on their show each week. Um, so those I'll only listen when they're talking to someone who I, I know or am interested in. OK, so that yeah. cuts down considerably. On, yeah. on you know that that's like I'll listen to the Nerdist maybe maybe once a month or something and there's a lot of shows like that where I'm only listening every so often 
um, which makes it, you know, which which cuts down a lot. So it sounds like a lot. 100 sounds like a lot. And it, and it is, honestly. I spend, like, most of my time at my job. I have the kind of job where I sit at a desk and I'm able to pop in headphones and, and listen, to, listen to podcasts. And I do usually listen to them at, you know, 1.5x or sometimes 2x speed, depending on the show. Um, and I really like that Overcast has that smart speed feature that shortens the silences. Um, yeah. So, so that that's how I, I managed to do it. Uh, but it's it's so I, I, all these shows are sort of in my orbit, but I'm not necessarily listening to every single episode. Okay, because I've got uh, in front of me, I'm using a Podcast Addict, I think it's called. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on Android, I've got six podcasts. That's what I'm listening to. Uh, there's been more. Uh, I've listened to them like three or four episodes. Didn't like them, cut them out. Uh, but the ones that have stayed for now for a long time, that's Radio Lab. I think that's the first one I ever, ever listened to. Uh, I don't remember who recommended it or something, but I love Radio Lab. It's like every week, it's a different show. There's always something new, something cool, something you didn't know. Um, so I love that one. I used to listen to uh, No Such Thing as a Fish uh, from the oh, yeah. um, Q, from the QI Elves. But um, uh, like maybe a year ago, I, re- I realized I wasn't enjoying listening to that anymore. So I just I cut it out. Uh, and besides that, I've got Hello Internet, Hello Internet, Cortex, Two Teams Talking, Ungenius, and uh, The Unmade Podcast. So yeah, I'm, and I, I listen to any every episode that comes out from them. And I'm think i'm pretty much caught up on everything there now got it so uh, you mentioned uh you mentioned no such thing as a fish i also stopped listening to that a little a little while back uh i i, I do like it it's interesting but it's not interesting yeah. enough every week it's not consistently interesting enough yeah exactly uh, there, there was a time where and and this part of this comes back to just how many shows that i do listen to um you know, I have to sort of prioritize and say, okay, well, I really care about, you know, what, what Gray and Brady are talking about. Uh, you know, I, I want to hear every episode of that. I want to hear every episode of, you know, the Accidental Tech Podcast. I want to hear every episode of these shows. And No Such Thing as a Fish is amusing and interesting, but it's not always interesting enough that I want to spend time where I could be listening to, you know, HI or ATP. Um, I'd rather I'd rather listen to those instead of No Such Thing as a Fish or um, Do Go On is another show kind of like that, where um, these these three very they're, they're like three comedians get together and they try to educate each other on a topic each week. They pick a topic and one person tries to you know say like okay this week we're going to talk about uh, you know the moon landings uh, or whatever and why people think they're faked and the other two people each week one person is assigned a topic and the other two people try to get them off topic <laughs> the entire time <laughs> and and so that's why it's called do go on because then they get, they get back on topic and they're all right do go on continue um so it's pretty funny they like c- kind of prepare a report on a topic and the other two just like make up because they're all comedians they just make a bunch of jokes and try to keep them off topic uh and it's sort of this uphill battle to stay on stay on topic but anyway it's okay. funny and it's and it's even educational to a point it's and it's interesting but it, you know it it's they're not consistently interesting enough where I'm, I, uh, I'm gonna spend my time with my. I just counted 102, 102 podcasts that I'm subscribed <laughs> to. But I'm, as I'm looking through here, actually, I probably could unsubscribe to a bunch of these because some of them don't publish every month necessarily, or I've lost, I've even lost interest in like maybe three or four of these, um, where I don't really care. So I'm actually gonna go through and unsubscribe to a few of these and kind of prune the hedges. Um, 
but yeah, that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with my with my podcasting consumption. Uh, so so with only six subscriptions on your oh, end, seven. Do seven. go on. Oh, do go on. Oh, nice. All right, <laughs> cool. Tell me what you think after after you get to listen to a few. Yeah. Um, but okay, so with seven with seven podcasts there, um, is that do you? And I know you're you're into YouTube. You mentioned Casey Neistat a, a little while ago. Do you listen? Uh, do you watch a lot more YouTube than you listen to podcasts? Yeah, I've uh, I've got yeah. my sub- subscription list open now. I've, I'm subscribed to twenty seven uh, YouTube channels. Twenty seven. Okay, that's pretty legit. Yeah, there used to be more, but um, like the podcasts, I at some point I realized I don't care about these videos anymore. Yeah. So I unsubscribe, and most of these are really like unfrequent uploaders i've got ahoy bill Wurtz, cgp gray and like a lot of people who just upload maybe once a month okay and um, so it's not really that much to um, to get through the only one that uploads regularly it's philip defranco i think yeah and casey neistat used to but he quit uh, quit vlogging quite a while back okay so it's uh like uh maybe a year or two ago, I had kind of a problem with watching too much YouTube. Uh, uh, yeah, my wife got a bit, <laughs> not worried, but it was annoying because I was spending a lot of time just watching YouTube videos, clicking so, next, next. Can I ask you about that? Because So I am a voracious podcast consumer, but I've never really gotten into YouTube. And I've, I realized that most people listening to this most most tims probably think i'm a freak for not like how are you even in hello internet person how are you a tim if you're not that into youtube um i i found hello internet through gray because a friend of mine um who's also a tim uh years ago you know introduced me to one of gray's early videos probably the uk video i don't remember which one it was but um introduced me to gray through that and i was i watched his videos over the years and then when he announced Hello Internet, you know, since I love podcasts so much, I actually didn't care. Um, at first, oh. I was sort of like, <laughs> oh, I don't know, another podcast? Uh, I never listened to enough. Um, but then this same friend who first introduced me to Gray said, you should really check out CGP Gray's podcast. It's pretty good. Uh, and so I went back and listened to the whole, and this was still early on, maybe 20 episodes in to Hello Internet. So I... I um, I went back and listened to all the episodes that were there and got caught up and, and I've been listening ever since. And then when he launched Cortex, I did that as well. So I, I'm definitely, I came into this, I came into being a Tim more from the gray side than the Brady side, but I love them both. I really enjoy them both. Um, but that said, I only subscribe to 11 YouTube channels and ooh, three or four of those uh, don't really regularly update. Uh, they're just I subscribe to them because like once I'm a huge Beals fan and Paul McCartney, I subscribe to him on YouTube, but he doesn't really upload very much. It's uh, like once every three months he puts up something. Um, and a couple other musicians that I, you know, they put up something once or twice a year whenever when they have a new album or something. So most of these are um, posting pretty regularly, but, but not all of them, but it's only 11 in total. Um, so how do you consume YouTube? When do you like, when do you find time? What is it mostly on TV on a mobile device? What's your sort of day to day routine when it comes to YouTube? Like, how are you finding time to, um, to watch as much as you do that to the point where your wife was concerned? <laughs> uh, the thing was, um, I was 
basically always with my phone uh, having a YouTube video on. If I was doing the dishes, I would have my phone uh, in the cabinet so I could watch while I'm doing that. Then if I had to go to the bathroom, I'd just carry it with me, keep watching to the bathroom. When I'm done there, I would go to the to my computer, uh, maybe do some editing or gaming, and then I would have YouTube on my second screen while I was gaming, playing uh, CSGO or stuff like that. And then I would go have some food, I would bring it with me there. So it was like pretty much constantly um, having YouTube on my either on my phone or on my second screen. Okay. And um, that's maybe the biggest problem with was when it was on the phone because my wife, she really likes silence and she ah. really doesn't like a lot of the YouTube voices. Um, the worst one is uh, Grade A Andre. Have you heard about him? I've, I know the name, but I've never, I've never watched. I'm going to send you a video and you're going to understand why, okay. it's, why she doesn't like this one. <laughs> oh boy, okay. Hang on, I'm going to, going to find a good one. So while you're, while you're looking for that, so you would watch sort of, an, it sounds like just constantly, mostly on your phone, and, and it sounds like it must have been in the background a lot, like while you were doing something else, while you're doing chores or, or you know, washing dishes, like you said. So you weren't necessarily like eyes glued to the screen watching all the time, no, right? No, no, no. It, it's, no. it was sort of, background and and maybe you know half listening and half watching does that sound right yeah okay pretty much. so that's how i listen to podcasts too because the, the thing i like about podcasts is that i can listen to them while i'm doing anything while i'm commuting to work while i'm at work sometimes if i'm not in a meeting or, or you know talking to someone so um it sounds like we you know you listen you consume youtube the way i consume podcasts which is sort of whenever i'm not doing anything else it fills my time yeah pretty much okay. Okay, okay. So I've sent, I've sent you the video now in Slack. Okay, how to protest online. Or you! Yeah! You! Okay. Has someone done some bullshit to you that you didn't like? And has it made oh you angry to the point where you want to do something about it? <laughs> oh my god, why did, why did this woman marry you? Oh my god. Oh, this is horrendous. Yeah. So. Oh. I mean, I, I can see how it's it's funny, it's amusing, yeah. but oh dear yeah. God, if 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 you don't care about it, and the person that you that you you're with is listening to this all day, I can see how that would very quickly drive someone crazy. Yeah. Wow. So so yeah. But it I can actually, see how it's fun. I can see how like yeah. I could. I don't know if I could. This is a ten minute video. I'm not sure I could watch this ten minutes at a time. <laughs> That's the only. Thing. <laughs> I think you I have like two minutes of that in me before I lose my mind. Yeah. So it actually got to a point where I we or me and my wife together made the decision that uh, my phone, uh, all the PCs, every device in the house was going to be locked down. So I, for maybe six months, I didn't have uh, the past. I, I couldn't open my own computer. I couldn't open uh, the, the tablet. I couldn't open her computers. I couldn't open her phone. Uh, I could open my phone, but when I got into it, the only thing I could do was uh, send a message and make a call. Everything else was on lockdown. Wow, it got it got yeah. to that point. Yeah, it was it was like I think uh, Gray did it a, a while back yes. uh, with podcasts. He went yes. just full cold turkey. Um, so that's what I tried to do. Uh, I went maybe two months, I think, uh, like that. And I, if I wanted to, if I had to like uh, go vacuuming, I could go to her, ask, could you open Spotify or podcasts, and I could listen to it there. And once I uh, lock the phone, it's gone again. Uh, so that was kind of nice, actually, just having that calm, because, like I said, I, I was having YouTube constantly. If I 
couldn't have YouTube. I used podcasts. So like my brain didn't get time to relax. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just constantly got bombarded with uh, with stuff. So it was actually kind of nice just having that that time to relax. But another thing that happened was like I like to try and break stuff, like get around th- things. And I was a, kind of a cheater in school. Mm. Uh, so I would go into my phone and try everything to get around it. <laughs> <laughs> so like we would lock down basically every everything but then i found out if i could go through like settings and into somewhere i could lock then unlock something and then i could get through it or i could get to the podcast episode through the like the file system on my phone i could open it in a different place it was like (laughs) and then i i think the thing that broke it was i found out i could play games in messenger that was that was 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 broke it because i couldn't lock down messenger and when I knew I had games, I could just go there to play games. And right. So then we, I think we stopped it. And it's it's not gone back to where it was, but it's like kind of in the middle. I think it's sometimes if it gets too much, you, you just need to stop and you like give yourself some bearings to find out, okay, that's too much. This is too little. Where's where's the midway? Right, right. Finding the middle ground. I, I, I am very much a person who, who believes in like finding the middle ground. And that's usually the... That's usually the answer. Like the compromise is usually the right answer in my in my experience and in my opinion. I think that people tend to go too far to to one side, and and then and then when they realize they've gone too far to one side, they overcorrect. And yep, I think yep. that that the middle ground is usually the the right the right way, the right answer. Yeah, I tend to do that with um, workout a lot. Okay. I wake up one morning and I'm going to say, okay, for the rest of my life, I'm going to work out every morning. I'm just going to eat healthy, and then by the end of the day, I'm I'm done, and I'm, <laughs> it's over. Right. Uh, so it's more I need to find like the middle way. I'm okay. I'm going to work out, but not every day. You can start small. It's, yeah, that's do maybe my, once a week. My my problem with that with working out is that I uh, I will not do it for long long stretches of time, and then you know realize okay, I really have to get you know take charge of my health, and I really need to you know live that fitatron lifestyle. Uh, <laughs> And then I will get really into it for a very, very short period of time, get burned out, and then stop working out again. And the cycle kind of starts all over yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I, I figured out I need uh, I need a goal, like a very solid goal to motivate yeah. me. So maybe six months ago, I decided that in my wedding speech, I'm going to say that I'm going to run a marathon. Ooh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so the marathon was in September, like maybe a month after our wedding. So I started working out a bit more than I would have done would have done if I didn't. And late in my wedding, I said I'm going to run this marathon and I'm going to do it to show that I'm I've, I'm going to do stuff uh, more regularly. I'm not just going to say I'm going to work out and not do it. So I did, and unfortunately, it turns out working out while you're planning a wedding, selling a house, buying a house, leaving a job, finding a new new job, trying to plan a honeymoon. That sounds like a lot. That, yeah, it's not easy. Yeah. So working out kind of fell away for mm. like the last couple of months. And okay. that's not the best time to do- not be working out. Probably not. Yeah. You yeah. probably want to get on that towards the end there. Yeah. 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 So and uh, the week before I bought new shoes because the shoes I had weren't going to work, I realized. Okay. So I, I needed new shoes. I tried to work them in as good as I could. And uh, so the marathon is on Saturday. Uh, Thursday night. I feel something in the back of my throat, like oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. 
Friday morning. I'm feeling okay. I go to work, go home early because I'm sick. Uh, we have to drive eight hours to get there. Oh my god! I'm not sure if we're, if I'm going to drive at all because my wife said she's not feeling too good uh, either. And if she was sick, we were not going to go because I couldn't drive there all by myself. Sure. Uh, but we end up going. I drive a bit. Uh, I mostly sleep in the passenger seat while shivering and sweating and yeah, oh, no. just everything. The only thing I ate that day, I think, was fries like two times. Um, so we get to the hotel feeling crappy. The night's feeling crappy. I'm sweating all day. Wake up in a pool of sweat uh, during the night. But when my alarm goes off, I feel fine. Oh. I'm, I'm waking up. I'm feeling normal basically i go downstairs i get some some breakfast um we go to the start area i'm feeling i'm feeling fine um i'm just i'm saying like i'm gonna just go to the first food station and see what it's like and i'm gonna come back next year and do do it better then um and because i've 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 I thought i've gotten sick i didn't uh, do my preparations correctly because uh, I've got a um, smartwatch and Bluetooth speak uh, headsets, so I was using those for uh, listening to podcasts uh, while I was running. Uh, but I hadn't checked those. <laughs> I hadn't checked that they both had enough battery to oh. work. Uh, the whole. Ad- but I'll come back to that. I'll come back. Oh to that. no! Um, oh, this is so painful already. Yeah. So I start. I'm. Um, I'm basically the last one to start. I'm just gonna. I, the marathon has a limit of six hours, uh, and I find the guy who was uh, he was running with a flag that said he's gonna finish at five five thirty. So I find that guy and I'm following him. I'm I'm gonna I I uh, run a bit ahead of him, so I got like something to fall back to. Great, good. And, good. and the the track is laid out like it's uh, two laps. Uh, one lap is a half marathon, so that's uh, twenty one kilometers or something. Okay. Yeah. So the first lap, I stay ahead of him, and I'm jogging all the way. I'm feeling fine. I'm really surprised because I, I was like expecting to die halfway, um, and um, maybe one third or halfway into the first round, I realized that new shoes is not the best idea. Ah, uh, yeah. For a you break those in. Yeah. So yeah. my right oh. shoe is like my right foot is really painful. There's something that's not right, so I need to stop like three times and try and correct corrected and the third time uh, thankfully i got something okay so i just run the rest with that and 500 meters before i reached the halfway point uh, the guy with the 530 flag just sprints past me oh like, no he was, he, he was like i was like what i i can't keep up with that so that was that was basically just that just killed me i was thinking okay i'm not gonna make it now my goal was just get get within the six hours, but I was like, okay, it's over. it's game over. I'm just gonna walk, and while I'm walking, I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna go back to when the when the track like meets the start that goes out again. I'm gonna go there and then I'm gonna end it there and stuff like that. And um, well, around four hours, my um, pod I've only I only put two podcasts, two Hello Internet podcasts on my phone, not on my watch. So I need to start another one again and listen to it the second time. That was that's okay. It doesn't matter. That's okay. But then yeah. yeah. But then at four thirty, uh, the headset stop because <laughs> the yeah they're out of power. Oh, that would drive me uh, crazy. No, no, no. Hang on. The headset didn't stop. The watch stopped, and that's oh. important too. Oh, okay. The watch okay. was out of power. Yeah. Uh, so the watch 
stopped. And now I'm running with a black watch and headsets. I need to put them on my head because they don't bounce around on my collarbone and stuff like that. Sure, so right, right. I'm just running. Well, I'm just walking basically, and I'm getting I'm getting passed by like old ladies and people who are like <laughs> losing weight. You can see like the the biggest loser people. Those yeah. guys, they're passing me. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh god, this is no, 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 no. Um, good. Yeah, and then. And I'm getting back to where the track is meeting the start-finish line. And I know there's going to be a lot of people there because uh, the half marathon started uh, like maybe 30 minutes ago. So they're going to come and pass me soon. And people are going to stay there and watch that. So when I get to that point in the track where people are going to stand and watch, I get back to running. At that point, I'll be walking maybe seven or eight kilometers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm back running. I've, I didn't run once. I jogged slowly. Like the... If you go to a treadmill and you just just press, uh, press uh, plus until you get to jogging, that's where I was at. Got like it. The okay. slowest jogging you could. Uh, so I was jogging through the crowd and feeling good, okay, actually. But I didn't have a watch, and I keep jogging, keep jogging, and I'm, and I'm actually feeling good. And then I'm thinking, okay, can I? Maybe I can do this because I then see the 5:30 guy again coming back down the track uh, while I'm going up. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe I can do this. Uh, so I'm running, I'm what, jogging, I'm jogging up the track, jogging, but I don't know how I'm doing with the time. So I need to shout to people by the side of the road, what time is it, what time is it? Because I know I need to be in by uh, 4.30 to make the limit. Right, right. So I'm jogging and walking, jogging and walking and screaming at people, what time is it, what time is it? And when I have two kilometers left, I hear that I have 15 minutes. And that's where I'm last. Okay, I'm going to make it. I'm, yeah. I'm actually going to make it. So I jog the rest of the way in. I make it to the finish line. And I finished in 5.55.56. Oh, good for you. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You did it. But, yeah, but I'm really angry angry because because I wasn't one fact second <laughs> faster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I could do that. But... Hey, you said you said you're a cheater. I would call that I would call it close enough, right? Just just yeah, yeah. round it off. Just round it. When you tell so, people so yeah. the story, don't tell them that. Just tell them that it was all fives. Yeah. Yeah, so I was the last guy to finish within the 6 hours. There were two girls behind me. And uh, like maybe 11 people finished after the the time limit, but I'm not counting them. They they don't they don't uh, they don't count. exist. Yeah, they don't count. Yeah, you did it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. So with almost, with, well, not with almost no training, but with you know your training sort of tailing off as it got closer to the day of, you still did it. You still pulled it off. Yeah. And actually, I did struggle with my left knee while I was training. So I was doing like specific exercises on my left knee right. to build that up. So on the day, my right knee fucked up. Oh, I, right. Because I had so been focused. training that. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> oh man. But but you but you pulled it out in the end. And did you did you sort of like did you injure yourself? Like were you fine in the days and weeks after the race, or were you like really in bad physical shape after that? Uh, the second day while we were driving back, I basically couldn't walk. Sure. That's. I think that's the, normal. Yeah. On the second day back, I was fine. Oh wow. Well, good I know. For that's you. the yeah, and that's kind of eating at me because then i feel like okay i could have done a lot better if i was that fast to recover like i didn't push myself as good as much as i could yep yep so i'm going back uh, next year 
I'm going to do the half marathon this time because uh, there was a charity in uh, Norway uh, like a month ago. Uh, one of the show hosts were go- was going to do the half marathon. So I joined with him. All the money goes to charity. And I'm going to see if I can't get... Uh, I think my goal is for under... I don't want to say wrong now because uh, a lot of people are going to hear this. Hang on. I'm going to find out what the time limit is. <laughs> Fair. But wow, that is that is impressive. That is very impressive that after all that, uh, you there were so many so many obstacles and so many reasons why it, it would have been perfectly understandable if you didn't make it. And yet, yeah. <laughs> in the end, you 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 finished in in the time that you wanted. Uh, maybe not five thirty like you wanted, but hey, that's still under the six hours. Yeah, that's amazing. That's ama- I mean, yeah. so many. Was this the first time you ran a, a marathon? longest i've run before the marathon was 15 kilometers that's wow. the longest i've ever run <laughs> so that's like that's like a third right uh, 15 kilometers yeah, is, that's uh wow that's amazing yeah. that that uh <laughs> so yeah the max time for the half marathon is three hours and 30 i think i've set my time for under three hours i think that's okay what under three hours how are you how are you feeling about that it's going to be good. I think uh, there's a new um, swimming pool opening in my area uh, okay. in one week. So I'm going to do a lot of swimming uh, for that because jogging outside in Norway at this time of year, it's not good. It's dark. It's wet. It's icy. It's cold. It's just horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a lot of swimming uh, during the winter, uh, get the jogging as fast as I can in the spring because I think I, yeah, I know I can do it if I just commit. And uh, sure. But that's the thing. Just sticking to it. That's, That's it. Luckily, sticking to it is but, the hardest yeah. part. But luckily, my wife is a really good motivator, and she she can keep me on a leash. I That's hope <laughs> that helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Good for you, man. That's so great. That's so so great. The closest I've ever come is I, I ran a five k once, but that's not <laughs> not saying much. Um, no. That was that was years ago. But I'm I'm not you know I'm not I'm not much of a I'm a runner. So is is running sort of your physical activity of of choice? Is that your like favorite way to exercise? Uh, when I was done with the marathon, I was I couldn't wait to get back to running because I was mm. feeling great. I was sure. like on top of the world. I was the king. I was the fastest runner ever. Uh, but then. Like the weather was bad. I was just starting a new job, and I like fell out of it. And now I haven't run basically okay. since the marathon. Gotcha. But sw- swimming—that's my thing. Uh, I love uh-huh. swimming and uh, swimming pools and jumping and diving and stuff like that. That's my thing. Yeah, that's fun. Have you always been a swimmer? Is that something you've always done? I think so. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, my I, I think so. Because but the uh, the time where i really got into it uh, was when i was um, in something we have here in norway it's called uh folkehögskola it's like a it's a school but there's no exams uh you just show up you have fun uh the classes you just choose something you like to do you do that for a year you make new friends you go on on a trip uh, somewhere in the world and uh, you get a couple of bonus points when you're um, entry, uh, so going to higher educations I see and so yeah basically a gap year um, I see. and that place had a swim, swimming swimming pool so I signed up to be um, a lifeguard is not the right word that sounds way too cool um, <laughs> like a, you know have you seen the Bondi Rescue no 
Okay, at Bondi Rescue, they have like the real lifeguards, the boys okay. in blue that are like muscular and can swim out to sea and save a child from a shark. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you got like the volunteers with like little red uh, bathing caps and uh, a whistle that can just say, "Please come in." Oh, uh, I see. <laughs> yeah, that was that was me. Um, but because of that, I had access to the pool basically every any time I wanted. So oh, I was wow. swimming. Uh, six times a week, I think, and working out seven times a week because I was um, uh, I was working towards uh, getting into the police academy at that time. Oh, I see. Okay. So I had to get in shape, and uh, yeah. So for the first um, first seven weeks, I think, at that school, I lost ten kilos by work. Yeah, like I said, working out every day, swimming six times a day, and only eating whatever I got served uh, by the school. Wow. So you lost 10 kilos in, in how much time? I think it was like five or six weeks. Wow, it's, that's significant. Yeah. yeah, and another thing, I have I have and had had asthma at that time. Oh, wow, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I use like a little inhaler mm-hmm. um, uh, that I use. If I get a little stuffy in my cho- uh, throat, I'll use that and it opens up. Got it. I remember very clearly on the bus t- on the way to the school, I used that thing. And when I got to the school, started working out, that whole time, I didn't use it once. Oh, wow. It was just gone. I don't know what happened. How, yeah, what do you think that is? I have no idea. But I know it came back. And it came back the same day I decided, today I'm going to get a pizza. I'm going to treat myself. And that night, <gasps> back again. Uh, oh, no kidding. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> so I don't know if it's karma or something, but uh, yeah, that was... Uh... <laughs> wow. That, yeah, it is kind of like, you know, we were just talking about how we're not superstitious, but... Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not superstitious, but karma, I I like, I don't believe in it, but if, if I'm going to believe in something, it's karma. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Because There's... I remember when, um, uh, before I before I went to that school, I was in the army. Uh, in, in the in Norway, we have like a one-year um, uh, stint that we do, that almost everybody does. Yeah. And, during that year, I was a complete douchebag. I was like, <laughs> I was rude. I only cared about myself. I just tried to sneak away from cleaning everything and anything and stuff like that. And people, I was in a small troop. We were like, uh, we were guard soldiers for the entire camp. So we lived 10 guys in a really small uh, uh, shed, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got I got some uh, some feedback from them, to, be, to say it like that. Uh, and I knew I was going to that uh, that school the next year, so I was like thinking, okay, I I can't I can't keep going like this. So I'm gonna change. I'm gonna just shut up and be nice and be like the cool guy. And that year, uh, from uh, going from the army, I made maybe two friends, I think, that I kind of talked to, and but they went away really really fast. And coming from the um, the school, I now have my wife and. A lot of friends that I still keep in touch with and can go to for help whenever I want. That's awesome. So yeah, before I did bad things and bad things happened to me. When I stopped and began doing good things, good things happened to me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny. You know, it's hard to explain it, right? But there definitely is. There definitely does seem to be a uh, a correlation at the very least, where when <laughs> you know what goes around does come around to a certain to a certain extent, whether you call it karma or whatever you call it, there is something there is something to that, and I think a lot of people, probably a lot of Tims, would disagree with us on that and say, "No, it's all coincidence." But 
And maybe it is, yep. but but there definitely yep. does seem, you know, it seems more noticeable, at least in those cases. Yeah, uh, and maybe I really selection do believe, bias, I don't know, but. Yeah, but I really do believe when it's when we're talking about people, yeah. if, you, if you're nice to people, peeps, people are nice back. Absolutely. And that's. A- that's 100%. I, I think that, that yeah. is more often than not, that is true. More yeah, so if, if you go around uh, feeling like people are idiots and mean it, mean to you, you're pretty much, may, be sure you're mean to them as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you got you got to be nice to the people you meet on the way up because you're going to meet the same people on the way down. And, and that's, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. Yeah. You should just treat everybody the way you want to be treated. And you will, I think, get a lot farther in life and be a lot happier. Uh, this actually kind of you you had um, you had mentioned that you know you, that you feel like you were being a real douche back then, and I don't know how long ago this was, but uh, we had talked about how you'll always think you were an idiot five years ago. Yeah, and you you brought that up, and I thought that was a very very interesting point. I had never really quite heard it put in those words, uh, but. I, I think that that is true. You'll always look back and be like, oh, God, I was such an idiot. I was so stupid. What was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. What was wrong with me? Um, and, and and it's always, oh, you know, five years does does seem to be about the time where that happens. Yeah. So I'm I'm just like thinking, what what am I doing now? That's so stupid. Right. Can I exactly. Just, can I figure it out now and stop it? But- I know. I know. Um uh, yeah, I know. That's a, that's a really good point. I'm trying to think through right now. Like as I'm as I'm sitting here, like you know, just got married, and my wife and I are really happy. I don't think I'm gonna regret that. You know, <laughs> but, but but we're we're buying a house, right? We're looking, we're trying to buy a house, and I wonder if like, oh, maybe some of the things that we're uh, doing now, you know, what which which houses we look at, if we make an offer on the wrong place or whatever, maybe we'll regret that in five years and look back and say, oh, we should have bought this, you know. Yeah, sure, there were there were trade-offs or whatever, but this was obviously the better choice, and we made the we made the wrong. Maybe that'll be the kind of thing where we look back and and have regrets. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. But but it it is funny. You you can consistently kind of at every at every age. Uh, I, I feel like five years ago, I looked back at at five years before that time and thought, God, what an idiot I was. Like five years ago, I was just sort of I was I was pretty new in my career and I was, you know, a couple of years out of school. And so I looked back and I, I looked at college and I thought, oh, man, what an idiot I was in college. I did all these stupid things in college. In college, I looked back on, on high school and thought, wow, what an idiot I was back then. But but now, you know, I look back at at five years ago and and that seems so clear. Like there's so many things I would have done so differently. Um, things with with my career, with relationships, with friendships, all these different aspects of my life, where I lived at the time. I, I, there's so many things I would have done differently if I'd been given given the opportunity. And yet, and tell me if you agree with this part, and yet, even though there are so many things that I wish I had done differently, I do pretty firmly believe that that all the decisions I made, you know, for better or for worse, led me to where I am today. And so, you know, if I hadn't, I'm not going to go into this too much, but if I hadn't worked where I worked, I wouldn't have met my wife. So, you know, if, if I hadn't, if I had left that job sooner, I might not have met my wife and who knows what my life would be like. So even though there's like, oh, you know, I, I, I would have done things differently with my career or, or whatever, I'm still, you know, there's, there's upside to a lot of the, a lot of the decisions, a lot of the things that I would have changed, uh, good came of it. So, so it's, yeah, it's yeah, hard, to- totally. it's totally. hard to, to sort of say, oh, this was, this was all in all a bad experience. Like, no, well, I gained a lot of good career uh, experience and that helped me get the job I have today. And, and, and more importantly, it helped me meet my wife and those sorts of things are, you know, I wouldn't trade that. So it's, you'll always look back and think, you know, I was stupid or I, I, I was an idiot, 
But then there's all there's often not always, but there's often uh, an aspect of yeah, well, I, I I might still make that bad decision again because good things came as a result of it anyway. Yeah, but the good thing is because because you can look back and say five years ago I was an idiot. That means you've changed. You've be- you've become better. Yeah. If if you look back and say no, I was perfect five years ago. That means you should have changed. There's something you're doing sure. right now you sure. shouldn't be doing. That's right. That's I think that's that's uh, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So he- I'm thinking like maybe the college uh, guys are like no, I'm I'm great. I'm doing the same thing I did five years ago. I'm still getting chicks at bars. I'm living at my parents' house. I'm still good, doing great. No, nope. nope. You're not. Nope. When people say, "Oh, I have no regrets in life, no regrets," I'm like, "Really? Yeah, no, then no, no." You're either lying, uh, <laughs> or you just don't. You don't really look at your life enough, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and reevaluate your choices. Because if you have no regrets, I, I think you just you just don't look closely enough at at what you're uh, what you're like. Sure, you know, sure. Like I just said, maybe maybe you 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 don't ultimately regret making a decision because something good came from it but you might you know you should still sort of feel bad about the thing you should be able to see the shades of gray and say this part of it was bad this part of it was good maybe i'd still choose the same thing but i have some regrets (laughs) you know yeah 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 of course anybody who says they have no regrets is lying (laughs) yeah but as long as you as long as you learn from your mistakes that's it they're not they're not mistakes you just you learn from it they're helpful they're helpful guides along the way right yeah and i i really believe or at least for me if I if somebody tells me oh you shouldn't do that you shouldn't do that you should do this that doesn't really sink in for me unless I experience myself. Yeah, I I, I yeah I I'm similar. I I think I I'm pretty good at taking advice, especially if I ask for it. I, I think I'm pretty good at taking advice, but it needs to make sense to me. I can't just blindly yeah, follow yeah. someone's advice, right? Yeah. It needs to I, add up in some way that uh that i can say okay yeah you know i'm, I'm not just doing this because so and so recommended i do it uh i'm doing it because they said it and their advice means a lot to me but also uh it it, it makes sense to me in in, in my own you know in my, the way i've processed the information yeah you need to make it your, make it your own you can't just listen to somebody and take it right like right i've uh like uh, going back to casey neistat he's his life is incredible and stupid and i don't i don't think a lot of people can live like that he gets like maybe four hours of sleep at night uh and each night he works the rest i guess and it's like for a moment i was like okay i'm gonna be like casey neistat i'm gonna mm. live like him i'm gonna work out every day i'm gonna sleep less i'm gonna just keep work. when i get home i'm just gonna keep working i'm not gonna have time to sit down and watch youtube and stuff like that but yeah it's i can't i'm not casey neistat i can't do that but uh, from that, I've gotten. I uh, I wake up at six o'clock every morning, no matter what. Uh, sometimes I have maybe two and a half hours before I need to go to work. I've even taken a power nap before after I go waking up before I go to work. But it's like you need to you take some advice, try it out for yourself, find out what works for you, and stick with that. You can't yeah. just copy somebody. You, you, yeah, I'm not Casey Neistat. I'm never gonna be him. I can take some pointers from him and trying to make myself better but i'm not gonna i'm, I'm never gonna end up like him no and, and you shouldn't you know you can you can um i think it's important to have people that you aspire to be like people who you admire um but you can't hold yourself to exactly the same standard 
as another person, another person that you respect and, and consider successful. If you hold yourself to that standard too tightly, you will always just be disappointed because you're not that person. You cannot be that person. You cannot be exactly like that person. So you'll always fail if that's your yeah. your metric for success. What you need to do, and I, I this is I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to anybody else because I, I I tend to do this where I'll I'll idealize and say okay this per- especially when it comes to podcasting I've been podcasting for over 10 years now and I've had a number of people who are like my podcasting idols and people I look up to and and, and respect and want to want my work to be similar to their level of quality and there have been times where I say okay I want to be just like Leo Laporte I want to be just like Dan Benjamin I want to be just like Mike Hurley or whoever else I want to, I want my podcast to be just like theirs, you know, in every way, the same format, the same everything. But it can't be. It, you can no. sure you can take the template, you can take the format, you can take some things, but it it won't be the same because you're not the same personality, you're not the same um, talent, you're not the same, you don't have the same mind, you don't, you, and you don't have the same audience. You need to do what you know when it comes to producing media, for example. You need to um, do what what your find your own audience, and you can glean things from the people you admire but it can never be exactly the same it never will be and and if you try to make it exactly the same it, it you'll just be disappointed in the end yeah because like i i love soviet wumble on youtube he's um he's a streamer and a youtuber he plays a lot of games and he's just he's hanging around hanging around with his friends being stupid and i love him and two years ago now i i decided okay i'm gonna start doing uh, YouTube videos like him because he was playing uh, CSGO and I, I was playing CSGO and I was having a lot of fun. So I decided, okay, I'm going to start recording this. I'm going to edit it. I mean, I'm going to upload it, upload it. I'm going to edit in the same way as Soviets. I'm going to do basically the same thing. But the thing I realized was I'm not Soviet and there is already a Soviet Womble and people who want to watch Soviet Womble are going to watch Soviet Womble, not me. That's right. So I needed to make, do it or make my own thing. And the thing is, I'm going to send you, I think, the best video I did. It's maybe only 50 seconds long. Maybe if you don't know the game, it's not going to be that funny for you, but I like it. But the thing I realized was I just I just need to have fun with my friends and upload that with as much editing as I am I have time for. And if people like, like that, sure, fine. If you don't, that's okay, too. And if if it's going to be a thing, it's going to get make it a thing. Sure. Yeah, but the problem was that just right around the time I was doing that, uh, my work situation was going down very badly. Everything at work was taking a turn for the worse. Mm. I was working with um, with uh, kids uh, between 15 and 18 years old who was coming from Afghanistan uh, to Norway to seek asylum. And in the beginning, they were getting, uh, they were allowed allowing them to stay, but at that time. Uh, the Norwegian government decided to send them back. So everything at work started, went from being fun to being crap. The kids mm. were angry and the staff staff got angry. And so, yeah, that thing just pretty much because of that, I, lo- I lost my interest in YouTube. I lost interest in gaming. I, lo- I, I was basically a zombie when I got back from work. I was just, mm. I would walk my dog. I would make dinner. I would just slump into the couch and be there for the rest of the wow. night. And, and did that turn around at a certain point? Has it gotten better? Yeah, it did. When I like that was uh, maybe around March last year that happened, and so I quit that job. We moved. Uh, we we got a new house now. We got married. I got a new job that's 
great. And now I've been I've been getting back into gaming and I'm trying to get back into YouTube, but the time isn't really there anymore. Right. But I'm want I want to see how how much I can do, and so that's really kicking back up, back up, and that's mainly the reason why I'm doing this podcast. I wouldn't have been able to do this podcast six six months ago because I was. I think I was depressed. I'm not sure, but like there were days I would just call in sick from work because I couldn't bear going up there. Wow. And I promised the kids that I was go- I would come back and say hi when I was moving, but just the thought of going back there made me sick. It was just too much. Yeah, I just couldn't. And whenever somebody from work that they were friends of mine, but if they send me a, a Snapchat or message or somewhere, I would just block them. I couldn't. I couldn't get that. Anything that reminded me of that place had to go. Yeah, yeah. That does sound, you know, I feel like that's something, I'm glad you're talking about that, um, because I don't know, tell me if, if this is the same situation um, in Norway or in Europe in general as it is here in the United States, but it does feel like there is a stigma around talking about depression or mental health or anything else like that where people tend to get uncomfortable if you bring up, you know, anything about mental health or, or depression. Uh, they don't really want to talk about it. They want to scoot off to the next subject. You know, like, ooh, that's a touchy subject. I don't really want to, ooh, you know. Yeah. Either either they don't want to talk about it or they're not very sympathetic and not very empathetic. And they'll sort of say, like, oh, well, you just need to, you know, just got to get over it. You just have to yeah. take the time or whatever and, and you know, and, and get out there, get back to your life and just, just go back to it. But the fact of the matter is that's not, that's not how it always works. I mean, you can fall into, uh, you know, have have a, a situational depression based around something specific, or you can have sort of generalized anxiety and depression that is, you know, a, a mental health issue that needs that people can should should address. And and it's, I I have loved ones who struggle with depression, live with depression, and they just they're they're able to to they go to therapy. They they. Um, they take medication and it, it makes a difference in their life. They take care of themselves the same way that you would take care of if you have, you know, I, for instance, I have type one diabetes, which means my pancreas doesn't work the way it's supposed to. It's an autoimmune disease. It's nothing I could have controlled. It's just a part of my body doesn't work the way other people's bodies work. So I have to take medication for it. It's as simple as that. And in a lot of other, not, this is not a simple thing, but in a lot of other cases, it's okay. You know, the brain is also an organ and it needs to be taken care of like, like, like any other organ. Yeah, totally. So, but I think it's like, if you break your foot, it's relatively easy to fix it. Right. But, People aren't sure when it's in the in the head. Mm-hmm. They're I think they're scared to make it worse. Maybe. Yeah, like it might be. Yeah, I don't know what to say here, so I'm just gonna say nothing. Uh, I've had um, I've taken a class uh, actually for that work. Uh, I went to um, like a two day course on uh, suicide, how to talk to people who are suicidal. Mm-hmm. And uh, the biggest thing they said was, just talk to them, like ask. Oh, you're going to kill yourself. How? When? Why? Just ask them. Confront them with it. People are, f- are afraid that if they ask, if they confront people who are suicidal, that they're going to push them to it. They'll make it worse. But, yeah. Yeah. But you're not. You're just, you're only going to drag them back. If they're going to, if they're going to jump off a bridge, they're going to do it no matter what you say. So that's really, that was really good to have that course to, because I've encountered that uh, in that work, 
people who were the kids they were like scared they were going they were thinking they were going to go back to afghanistan and that's not safe so they were yeah they were cutting themselves and doing stuff Mm -hmm. like that and you had to talk to them like Mm -hmm. are you thinking of killing yourself and they said yes well Mm -hmm. how when and just try and find something good that they can cling on to like you like football well you can play football you can't if you if you take your life now you can't play football again and you have like you have family back in afghanistan and if you make it back to them you can maybe try again and come back and go to another country and get asylum there it's it's not over you just got to find something to to hold them back and but but, but after then you of course you got to get them to see a professional like a doctor this is only for the that moment if you see somebody on a bridge or like if you think if i leave them now something bad is going to happen uh, with, you can't like be a f- professional after two days of uh, of suicide uh, training, but like just that basic thing, it's it's really important. I think to just just talk to them. I, you you can't make it worse. I think. Yeah, I think that's something that uh, you know. That's I haven't taken a course like you have, but that's that's kind of good for me to hear because I I do sort of wonder sometimes. Like, can I, I don't want to say the wrong thing here. I don't want to to. You know, in a way, make it worse or make them feel bad or make them feel self-conscious about it or whatever. I, you know, I want to talk to them about it, but I, I think I do kind of fall into that trap sometimes that you're talking about of like, oh, what's the right thing to say here? Um, and so it's good to hear that sort of reinforce that idea of, you know, if someone's struggling with, with any kind of mental health issues, talk to them about it, give them, you know, let them, don't push them more than, than they're willing to. I mean, certainly if, if it's something as serious as suicidal thoughts, then then talk to them about it. But you know, be a be a, a a shoulder for them to lean on and and provide support to them, and and you might be able to make a difference in that person's life. Yeah, and it's it's like uh, Brady talked about it uh, on the podcast one time that sometimes people just need to vent. It's like you're angry about something, and you don't need somebody giving you advice of what you should do and what you should be doing. You just want to get somebody that listens. Okay, yeah, I understand. I yeah. understand. Yeah, just listening. Just listening yeah. is okay. That that's that's what's hard for me. That's the advice that I need I need to hear because I am the kind of person who if you come to me and you say, you know, Frank, I'm having a problem with this, this and that, I will immediately go into how can we solve the problem? What's the problem? What what's the yeah. solution? And yeah, me too. it's really important for me to remember and to know when to not do that and to just like it's okay to not say anything. It's okay. It's okay to just let them talk and ask them, you know, how do you feel about that? Why is that? What's going on? Like, ask ask more questions and not have an answer. It's okay. I feel very yeah. uncomfortable when I don't have an answer for them. But that's not always what they're looking for. Sometimes they just need to talk. Yeah, and I, I, I've noticed that a lot of conversations uh, that I've had, uh, like in the past, I would have just jumped in straight away when there's a there's a, an opening and say something that I don't want to say and or some advice but the best thing sometimes is just just sit there in silence nobody says anything and maybe after a minute the other per- person is going to say something that they wouldn't not have said if you did if you didn't give them that min- minute that's right and i think i've i've used that in the work i have now in the work i did before and i when i was a cop i used that because like People sometimes just need time to think, and they can't think if you're talking to them. So, yeah, I think that's silence. very important. Silence you is should, golden. Yeah, you should. That's why you shouldn't have that silence skipper on your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're blowing my mind right now! Wow, 
So so wow. Okay. So yeah. I I should I should just allow allow the, the even the tiny silences between words. That's that's you think that's important too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think pods I think all podcasts players should have like silence elongators. Mm. So you can, if if there's like a second silence, you can make it five seconds, just to. <laughs> that's fascinating. That's one of those yeah. things. Yeah. Do you? Uh, that that's a that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm not sure that I I I follow the uh, I go with the silence elongator or that I don't nah, need the silence shorteners in podcasts. But, I, <laughs> but in, okay, well we'll agree to disagree there. But I yeah. do think uh, that in general, uh, you know, I think silence silence is uh, underrated. And yep. uh, and I certainly can can learn from that. I think being a podcaster, my my uh, instinct is to try and fill every silence. Right. So dead air is the last thing you want on, you know, on any on radio or podcast or whatever. You don't yeah. want that that silence because it's not good. It's not good entertainment. Right. Um, but if somebody was listening to your podcast, they're not they don't want silence. If they wanted silence, they wouldn't listen to you. Um so so it's my instinct to kind of jump in there and, and fill it. But you're you're teaching me something right now about the importance of silence and, and how it's it's okay to not talk. It's okay to just you know, because because you're right. The other person will then fill will fill that gap if you say nothing. Yeah. Uh that the the best way to encourage them to talk is to is for you to say nothing and let them fill the gap. Yeah, totally. And uh and like you said, it because like you do podcast and I do you do uh, video editing. Uh, if there's something that doesn't work, if there's a silence and it doesn't go anywhere, you can just edit that out, and people aren't gonna know that it, that it ever happened. They're just gonna hear you a smooth conversation going between two people, like nothing ever happened. And like we're gonna edit some stuff out of this podcast as well. So people who are listening to this and listening to every podcast, they're gonna feel like, and I certainly did uh, before I started this today. I feel like doing a podcast is so easy. You just show up and you talk everything's perfect and it's like super easy and the same same thing with uh, with youtube every single video i see on youtube it's so good it's so perfect being a youtuber it's got to be so easy you just make good videos all the time but it's not like a lot of the videos i tried to make for like for my youtube channel they didn't work i needed to change them and i've spent a lot of time on stuff that people never get to see and i'm sure that cgp gray does it and brady and every single other youtuber does it but people don't get to see that so i feel like i'm afraid that maybe people get too high of a expectation for themselves mm -hmm. like every single video i'm gonna make has to be great because they are great i'm trying to be like them they need to be great but and another thing you're looking at them once they've gotten big you need to go back, way back, and look at their first videos. That's what you gotta compare yourself to, because that's where you are right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It, it's you only. It goes back to you can't. You, to what I said before, you can't. You can't compare yourself and try to be exactly like another person. And, and you're, I think, a very important piece to add to that is exactly what you're saying that you need to to compare yourself not to to them at their best because they have years of experience and and trial and error to get them to that point you don't have that so yeah. you need to look at where they started and and learn from you know maybe their journey and again adapt it to your own adapt it to okay what am i able to do or 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 does this fit with my persona you know for my youtube videos or my podcasts or whatever it is my blog whatever whatever you're you're creating does it fit your persona does it fit your audience are you able to take take some of the the important things that you've seen from from how they've evolved over time your favorite creators and and 
able to adapt that into your own work. I think that's yeah. that's the most important thing. And and not everyone is going to succeed and not and certainly not everyone's going to succeed every time. If you only if you look at how many different projects some of these creators we've mentioned today including Gray and Brady um how many projects they've been involved in I mean god look at how many YouTube channels Brady has right and yeah. and and the ones that we talk about are the ones that have been the most successful but think about all the projects that just didn't succeed or didn't really get off the ground you know Gray is always talking about secret projects that he's working on and I I can only imagine how many of those projects you know some of them are Things like Hello Internet that started that way, or Cortex that started that way, um, as oh, I'm talking with somebody about doing a thing, and we'll you know we'll see where it goes, uh, or I'm talking about you know doing a video with someone, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, but imagine how many of those things we don't get to see because they don't get off the ground, um, yeah. and that doesn't stop them from continuing to try or continuing to create, right? They just move on to the next one. So it's it's important to remember that too. That if you're only creating one thing, one YouTube channel, one podcast, or whatever. Your your likelihood of success is is going to be pretty low, frankly. Like it's 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 your your statistically, uh, yeah. You're probably not going to hit it big with the one thing you do. So it's important to diversify and try lots of different things and 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 uh, evolve over time. Um, you know, the first podcast I did, fifty no, not even fifty, like twenty people listened to it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and I wasn't happy with that at the time, but but um, but it was what it was. And it was only by continuing to to do it for years and years and to create new shows and to I met people through different Internet communities like Twitter. And, and that that's how I built up an audience over time. And, and now I'm, I'm reasonably happy with the numbers that I get. Yeah. Totally. So it takes it so, takes a lot of a lot of trial and error. Yeah, totally. And, and what do you how do you feel about um, I believe that getting the idea, that's the easy part. And yes. the first step after that, that's basically impossible. How yes. do you feel about that? I completely agree with that because if it was as easy as just having a good idea, then you could just copy someone else's good idea and, and be as successful as they are. It's in yeah. the execution. It's in the promotion of it. It's in, you know, you have to, You it, it is important that you have a good idea and that it's a fairly unique idea that you're filling a void somewhere a need that somebody has or a desire that someone has for a certain kind of product or entertainment or whatever but um if you don't have the the commitment most importantly and also the talent to back it up and to create that thing at the level of quality um because part of part of the idea is not just like oh what if there was a youtube channel about video games it's it's about the it's about the quality it's about the whole experience so it's like having that that overall vision and then the ability to actually implement it and actually make it happen um without that you've got you've got you've just got a, you've got a nice idea that don't won't go anywhere yeah and the thing the thing i've noticed uh, about myself is that an idea it's an idea is always perfect. It's like, I've got an idea about this uh, video I'm going to make, a film, a movie. I'm going to make this video and it's going to be like this. It's going to be perfect. It's only in my head. So every critique is perfect. Every shot is perfect. Everything is perfect. But if you actually do it, it's never going to be as good as it as it is in your head. And of course, I, never. Oh, there's somebody who said something about it. I think it's Save Frank, I think. Um, brain crack, I think it is. Okay. 
it's like the longer an idea stays in your head, the better it's going to be. And once you then do it, it's not never going to live up to that, ex- that expectation sure. that you That's, have in your head. It's so true. But then there's also that saying, you know, the perfect is the enemy of the good, right? So it's important to – you can you – can, work at something forever and ever and and try to perfect it as much as you can but by the time you've gotten it to being that perfect you know you you've maybe overthought it or spent too much time and and that the ship has sailed so it's important to yeah. to uh certainly make the best product you can make but make the best product that you can make today you know yeah totally it's more important to be doing and to be making and to be publishing and releasing your your content i think and to learn from what people have to say about it you know show it to people who you respect or or, or people who are uh a similar similar type have think think the same way you do or a a part of your audience you know whether it's going to a a subreddit where you know that people think like you do and and might enjoy it um and get their critique and you know it's not perfect but you know that you can over time it will get better and as you continue to make the best product you can make today you know as each day passes that product will improve if you take the feedback that you're getting if you keep thinking on it and, and and working on on leveling up and improving yeah totally and i think like if you if you got a if you got an idea for a video especially i think that you believe is like this could be the best movie ever maybe maybe don't start with that mm-hmm. do something else first show it to people learn techniques that you can make implement in that great movie that can make it better because yeah you can't just make if you got one idea for a movie and just make that one movie it's probably not going to be amazing Mm-mm. because you've only made one movie right right so yeah i completely agree completely agree yeah, yeah. i i think it's it's when you when you want to create any kind of serialized content um it's important to go in with lots of ideas of like all right if i was going to make a podcast um what what would be 50 show topics you know what? What yeah. do I have enough to go for like a full year? Enough topics to sustain me for a full year. Fifty is is a good place to start. One a week, right? Yeah. Um, with a with a couple weeks off. And if you can do that, then I think that means that you and, and if you legitimately can write down at least you know fifty ideas, I think that means that you're you're probably on on the right track and that you're you're you've found something that you have the passion for. And now it's a matter of how how do I put this in front of people? How do I make people want to watch this? Is there already a need for it? If there's already a need or already a, an interest in it, if you're tapping into something, you know, no one kn- knew that they were going to want CGP Grey's videos um, before he created them. If, if you yeah. had told me, okay, there's going to be a guy who animates stick figures and he explains to you, uh, you know, the difference between uh, the Eurozone and the European Union and... <laughs> I, I, that does not sound Sign like me a, up. that does not sound like an appealing idea but when no. you see it yeah you get it yeah um so so it takes a certain kind of person to know that they're tapping into something like i think other people are going to i think people might enjoy this i think there's got to be someone else out there who's like me and who's fascinated by by this concept um yeah. 
so knowing that is important, but then getting it in front of people is also important. It, you can make the best possible product. You know, you, there there might be someone out there who makes videos that are even uh, more polished and and even more interesting. Dare I say than than Gray's? It's possible, but if they don't have an audience, you know, if a tree falls in the woods, did, did it really? Yeah, no one's there to, to 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 watch the YouTube video of it. Did it really happen? Um, yeah. maybe, maybe they're still sitting there tweaking that one second. That's just yeah. not right yeah. and not uploading right right or even if they are uploading if they don't know where to if they don't have a built-in audience already they have to build that audience and yeah. sometimes it's best to build up that audience while you're new to it and you're learning and you're making your mistakes when there's a very yeah. small audience um and then as you as your audience grows you're also over time you're also getting better at what you do and you make fewer mistakes and that's how you become a cgp gray or a, or a brady heron yeah. where you are now really good at what you do and you know you you watch you watch their videos and you're like they're just so effortless effortlessly perfect at what they do they're so good at it but they got all their mistakes out early when they had a small audience yeah yeah totally uh, also uh, do you like a lot of people say that it's so hard to make it on youtube nowadays because everything's yeah. already being made yeah uh i found a youtube channel recently it's called tier zoo have you heard of it no uh, I've linked it to you now in uh, okay. Slack. Yeah, I see. Uh, it. It's it's one guy. He um, and he makes videos. Uh, it's he's um, like reviewing animals as if oh they gosh. were uh, characters in a video game. Basically, oh my or, gosh! Uh, specifically, RuneScape. So, like this video, it's the shark tier list. Which shark this. is the best? Which one has defense? Which one? Which uh, tree level did they? Uh, explore the most did they go for the stealth perks or did they have like hp or attack or defense wow and it's, he's got it's like really a, good it's really interesting he's got like a stats card for each for each animal and he's like here's here are all the different traits here's like like here are the pros here are the cons here's what they're good at you know here's their yeah their hp their power yeah. <laughs> it really is yeah like like a video game or like a like a like if you're comparing Pokemon, you know, and you say like, oh, yeah, they have yeah. agility and they have. Yeah. So he's, he's like, it's like, oh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just really good. It's and it's such an, a niche, small, like specific idea. Uh, and and he's got 500,000 views almost on the shark video. Yeah. Um, then he's got more on some of the others I see. So, uh, yeah, that's that's. And again, I, I feel like if you're listening to this and you haven't seen this before, um, it probably sounds like this sound does not does not sound interesting. But actually, take a look at it, and uh, and it actually is really interesting. Tier yeah. Zoo. Wow, I I would not have uh, I would not have thought that was interesting, but it, I kind of want to watch some of these now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fascinating, fascinating. Yeah. You know, just like just like YouTube, I I. I I've, I struggle finding how to get into, like, I struggle with recommendations for good YouTube channels to follow or good subreddits um, to get into. You know, I'm, I'm in the Hello Internet subreddit. I'm more lurk than anything else. I'm, I'm active in some other subreddits. Um, but there's only, like, three that I that I look at, and I look at them, you know, once a day or, or maybe once every couple days even. And I just sort of lurk. I catch up. I comment if I have something to say, but I mostly just read. Um but then when it comes to Twitter, you know, I, I'm a longtime lover of Twitter. I've been on Twitter for almost 10 years. I, I 
came into it because I, I was looking for people to talk about a lot of the entertainment that I like, TV shows and movies that I like. And I used to be in these forums, you know, message boards, and I would talk to people there, and then everyone was migrating over to Twitter, so I went over to Twitter. And now I'm kind of losing... I'm kind of losing my interest in Twitter. I'm kind of losing my patience with some of the people on Twitter and the constant negativity there. And so I'm trying to get into Reddit instead, similar to the way that I'd, I'd kind of like to be more into YouTube than I am. But I'm, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of subreddits. I don't know which ones are some good ones to follow. And are, are you a big Redditor? Uh, I used to be. Uh, used to around be. the same time when I was consuming YouTube all the time, uh, I was... It was either YouTube or Reddit. I had Seems maybe like those things go hand in hand. Yeah, I had maybe f- I'm gonna say 50 subreddits that I subscribed to. It wow. was like if I if I saw uh, an interesting post on the front page, uh, I would sub to that subreddit, and oh, I would wow. like yeah. So my front page it was like endless. It was just en- anything and everything. So were and, you mostly looking at the front page, or were you going to specific subreddits? No, I was just. I was just going to my like specifically front page. Okay. And I was just saying, pressing next, watching like uh, going to fifty pages and looking at everything, like every video. I was sub to like uh, videos and all like the popular ones that everybody that shows up to everybody all the time. Sure. I was just watching those, and it was around the time when I realized I was doing this way too much. And around the same time, actually, I would think I think it was around New Year's uh, uh, last. Yeah. Maybe one year ago, this um, this December, uh, I decided that I'm gonna cut out everything that I don't need to need to get into my life, basically. Mm, so, okay. for the last for the whole of 2017, I've been going to news sites maybe 50 times, going to like I don't know what uh, like um, CBS or something like that. I don't know what you got over there, but going to see okay what's happening in the world. Sure. I almost never do that. I yeah. don't listen to the radio for the news. I don't watch the news on the on the TV or anything. The only news that I get is through my wife and friends that send like when there's big stuff happening. I get that. Interesting. And um, and it's been. I don't feel like I've been missing out on anything. Hmm. Like every single day, there's a new news sites with a uh, hundred new articles about anything and everything, and. I've been missing a lot, but I don't feel like I'm worse for wear. Hmm, interesting. Like, like I'm looking at the, I think the biggest one in Norway right now. It's like, um, there's a guy who's wanted all over the world, and here he's posing with a world star. I don't hmm. care. Uh, explo- exploited his uh, star status. I don't care. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a couple of reindeers that have been hit by a train. Um some football teams are going to go down or up in the leagues. Like, I don't care about anything of this, about this. And so this is interesting. So this is the, the age old, you know, gray Brady debate about the news, right? Yeah. And, and I, I kind of vacillate, but I, uh, between the, between the two points of view, but I generally end up, um, I, I do think it's important to keep up with the news with some news. I think when it comes to sports, or entertainment, those things don't matter. I don't care about Beyonce having a baby. I don't care about Arsenal, how they do in football. I don't. I don't care about any of those things. Yeah. Um, that doesn't matter. But I, ha- you know, I have gone through. So here in the United States, we've had a tumultuous couple of years um, with yeah. our election and everything else, and it's been very divisive, and and people are are constantly at at, at at odds with each other, and it's a very frustrating time, very scary time, but. 
um, the one thing, you know, there was a time where there was just so much negativity in the news um, about a year ago that I decided to start um, muting keywords on Twitter so that I wouldn't have to see mentions of any of the presidential candidates or of any of the scandals that were popping up. You know, I would just mute those things as soon as they popped up so that I wouldn't get any mentions of them. And my Twitter, for example, would be free of any of that kind of news. Um, and I, I was already doing that with things like sports. You know, I, I really don't care about American football at all. So um, whenever I see people are talking about it, if they're using a hashtag or they're talking about the teams, I mute those keywords in, in the Twitter app that I use, which is TweetBot, so that I never have to see anybody talk about the New England Patriots and I don't have to find out what's happening in, in uh, American football because I just don't care about it. Um, and so I started doing that with politics, too, and with other news. And I really started to regret it because... It, to me, with with things of, of that level when it comes to politics and you know um, uh, world news, major world events, I think it's it's important as a citizen of the world to know what's happening so you can make decisions and have informed opinions about. Especially if if you're going to vote, uh, I think it's important to know what's happening so you, you you know all the all sides of every issue and 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 who who the people are that are running for whatever office, whether it's a local election or a national one. Um, I think those things are really important and that understanding current events and what those people, um, what their opinions are and where they, um, how they figure into those world events, I think is really important. So as much as it's, it's more, um, it's more comforting for me to not know every single thing that's happening every time that I haven't known. And I, you know, went for that time where I, I was muting all those keywords on Twitter about politics and, and, and world news. Um, I really regretted it because at the end of the day, I would come home, I would talk to my wife and she'd be like, did you hear this crazy thing that happened? And I'd say no. And she'd say, how, how did you not hear about this? Everyone was talking about it all day. Um, and I would really sort of kick myself for not being an informed person. Um, Cause that, that, that matters to me. If it doesn't matter to you, then fine. I mean, but, but I value that. I value being up to date on what's happening, at least at those most important tiers, you know, knowing knowing who the world leaders are across the world, um, knowing what the geopolitical landscape is uh, and knowing what my role in that is, and what my country's role in that is and, and what I'm doing to contribute to that by who I vote for um, to put on the world stage. I think those things really matter. Um, if you care about the well-being of other people, it's it's important to to make sure you're doing your part to be a good a good human and that you're um as informed as you can be now when it comes to things like entertainment or sports or uh you know I don't, basically entertainment and sports I, I don't think that really matters um i don't think those things are really going to make a difference if you if you know uh that kim kardashian is having a baby or not but you know <laughs> but things of like Politics. Nobody needs to know that. Nobody, nobody needs to know that. But nobody needs to know that. And to a certain extent, you know, I mean, some of the things you were talking about, like the uh, whatever the, that wanted guy, or even if there's, you know, to, to a certain extent, if if you don't know that there was a volcanic eruption uh, here or there, uh, you know, that's that may not matter that much either. But I think at least knowing knowing uh, about the things you have control over over, over politics and. Um, uh, what's happening in, in other countries and how that might impact you and how you impact them, I think is important. And that that's sort of where, so I, I kind of come down in the middle where like, yeah, you can ignore a lot of stuff. It doesn't matter if you don't know what's happening in tech or in 
travel or style. Uh, you know, if you didn't hear about a fashion show, I don't think that's going to be the end of the world. But I think it's important to at least know, you know, what's happening in in uh, in government and things like that. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's a lot more important important for you who live in America than for me in Norway because uh, you guys have a lot more power uh, all around the world than we do. And uh, but I also I do fig uh, I do follow your stuff uh, through uh, Philip DeFranco. Uh, that's uh, he talks about all the biggest stuff in sure. the news, and I, he's a funny guy to to listen to. I love his show. Uh, I tried to cut that out while I was cutting off off uh, all the new stuff, but I just kept going back to it. So I just okay, I'm gonna watch him because he's fun, right? And um, and so I just I feel like when I cut out the news uh, in Norway, uh, my head doesn't get. It's not being filled up by stuff that I don't need to worry about. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely get that. Yeah, so it really, it really helped me in the time where I'm, I was trying to cut out a lot of stuff and just try to calm down and f- uh, focus on me and my wife and my dog. Yeah, um, it really helped. So now on um, on Reddit, I'm following uh, my subreddits. Subreddits are CGP Great, Every Man Should Know, Hello Internet, House Porn, Soviet Womble, Top of Reddit, and You Should Know. That's those are all of them. And Every man should know, and you should know. Those sound interesting. Yeah, those are just like pro, uh, life pro tips or sure, life sure, hacks, sure. stuff like that. Yeah. So those are really good. And okay. uh, house porn, that's because uh, one day I'm hoping to build a house and I want to get inspired and tips and tricks like that. Sure. Um, Soviet Womble, that's because he's really funny and I want to see everything that he does. So, same as CGP Grey. And uh, top of Reddit, that's because I once was on the top of Reddit. Ooh. Yeah. Tell me more about so, that. Yeah, this one has... Uh, this is just... Um, so anybody who gets a post to the top of Reddit gets invited to this uh, subreddit. It's a secret. Uh, you can't get into it otherwise. Okay. Uh, so f- maybe three years ago now, I was uh, on vacation with my uh, with my wife. Uh, we were down at their, their cabin. And um, while we were going out to um, somewhere, I guess, in the car, we were going past uh, a golf course. And I was just thinking, huh. The object of golf is to play the least amount of golf. Mm. <laughs> so I just I went into Reddit. I posted it on uh, Shower Thoughts. Sure. I didn't really think of it that night. The next day, I woke up. I had six thousand upvotes. Wow! And by that day, I was on the top of Reddit. Wow! Yeah, it's not there anymore because they changed their whole system with the upvotes and stuff like that. And I had the second most upvoted Shower Thoughts. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. I can admit that. Is, it's, is it uh, still the second most upvoted shower thought to this no, day? No, no, okay. no, because they, they changed the whole uh, oh, like uh, algorithm. But okay. the funny thing is, uh, there was another guy. I promise this is true. There was another guy who made basically the same post one day earlier than me. Oh no way! And he didn't get any upvotes. What? Yeah, and he was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I my can, god! He I, went, I, I don't really blame him. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, I would be too. But I was like, "How can you convince somebody over the internet? You, you just can't." So, I'm gonna see if I can't find the the messages between him and I. Wow! Because uh, he was he was so angry. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I believe you <laughs> that you didn't see yeah. his post, but but I, I if I were him, I probably wouldn't believe you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. You know? I, like, what? right? Like, if you were, if you were in that same situation where a day apart someone posted the same thing, you would absolutely think, "Oh, this person just ripped me off, 
and and they're taking credit for my observation, my joke, whatever. And uh, oh man, but but that's crazy that two people had the same thought and posted. It. So he posted it in the same in the same subreddit. Yeah, same subreddit, everything, just maybe a day before me. Wow. So hang on. Yeah, the first thing he said is this a uh, can we swear and stuff like that? That's an excellent question. <laughs> oh, you, you can figure out in post. You're we'll a f- ass bitch stealing content. Oh man. Yeah. Whoa. And I, I, I was <laughs> I responded. I'm sorry you feel that way, but I'm really not. I wish there was some way of proving it, but I can't. So you'll just have to take my word for it. Sure. You're a lying sack of shit. The verbiage is pretty much the exact same as mine. How does it feel to be a liar? Whoa. Yeah. So I can I can link to the I can send you a screenshot uh, with the whole. Um, with the whole thing so you can see i'll blur out this name people don't need to know that sure uh so i can show you guys but it's i, I do feel bad for the guy <laughs> yeah yeah i feel i mean i feel bad that does suck <laughs> yeah <laughs> because same... like, it's, yeah it's the top of reddit that's like it's yeah. a big deal <laughs> it's a big deal it's a big deal wow that's <laughs> that's nuts that's nuts Ah, uh, so it's I guess sometimes you know to, to to close the loop on what we were saying before. Sometimes it just comes down to luck, doesn't it? <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's just because two people can have exactly the same content. You know, you, neither one of you. I, I'm presuming neither one of you had a big audience already, but you just got oh. lucky. You just got lucky, and and sometimes it just comes down to luck. So I think we should sign off with a a good moment of silence, don't you think? Do we tell people where they can find us on the internet? Is that a thing we can do? I don't want people to find me. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want them to find your YouTube videos. Uh, sure, they can look at it. Uh, it's um, it's if you don't play CS:GO, you're not gonna like it. I think it's um, it's just me. Uh, and people I've met playing CS:GO doing stupid stuff and me laughing a lot, basically. Mm. So, but it's called the Stupid Show. Uh, I can link it in the show notes and you can uh, check it out there. I'm gonna try get back to uploading. We'll see if the time allows it, but. Um, if not, there's uh, maybe 50 videos there. You can enjoy nice. those. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. How about you? You can find me at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. That's where all my podcasts are. Um, I I am the host of uh, Supergirl TV Talk, where we do weekly episodes and we talk about the uh, the TV show Supergirl that's on CW over here in the U.S. Um, and we we do weekly recaps of, of every episode of Supergirl. I mean, my, my friend, whose name is actually Tim, his real name is Tim, <laughs> um, but he is not a Tim. Uh, so we do that. We also do a show called Beer with Geeks, where we just sit down, we crack open a beer, we, we drink some beer, and we have a conversation about a different topic each week. You know, this past week we talked about... Uh, uh, we've t- we've talked about things like you know the new Justice League movie, and we talk about Star Wars, and we've talked about all kinds of random other movies. Uh, I made him watch Tron Legacy a few weeks ago, and he didn't like that. Um, so we <laughs> we talk about all kinds of fun stuff. But we have a bunch of shows. Thoughtbubbleaudio.com. Yeah. So cool. So okay, I guess we'll descend with a moment of silence then. Sure. Sounds good. Are we going to add that in post? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> silence is golden. <laughs> Can we add? Can we add a stinger? Sure. What are you thinking? I need to tell you one more story. Okay, uh, let's do it. It's from my bachelor party. Uh, me and my friends, uh, we went uh, go karting and paintballing and stuff like that. And then we went to Oslo, the capital of Norway. Yeah, nice. Uh, we um, stayed there for the night. Uh, next day, we were going to a thing called uh, the Prisoners at the Fort. It's like, do you know of an escape room? Have yes. you heard about yeah, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's basically a lot of small escape rooms. Like, it's just one puzzle each. You get points for how long you use to get out of the room. So we're there, and just as we're going on to the subway and to getting there, my friend pulls out a wedding dress from the bag and says, here, put it on. And I'm like, sure, okay, good. I don't care. Uh, nobody knows this hair. It's, uh, it almost fits. I, I broke the back of it. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so I put it on. I wear it that day when we're going to the, the escape room thing. We're going back. We're going through the main street of Oslo. People are like cheering and clapping and dancing with me and stuff like that. And we're going to the hotel. Literally across the street from the whole hotel, a man walks up to me. He's wearing a little bit of lipstick and it looks like it looks a bit scruffy. Okay. He asks me, um, do you want to sell that? I say, yeah, sure. How much? He says, 50. I say, okay. He says, 40. Sure. He gives me 40 kroner. I walk out of the dress and go into the hotel. He takes my dress and walks away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's the reaction of my friends that were behind me as well. <laughs> okay. My friends were like, can he do that? <laughs> it sounds like you came out on top so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow <laughs> i don't know where to go from there i think we're i think we should just stick that on the end after the moment of silence <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> i think we should just we'll, we'll have our moment of silence and then and then it'll come back with you being like wait i have one more story and yeah then... just like the moment of silence is supposed to do exactly it's perfect, perfect.